Welcome to another episode of Bridging the Gap with Pastor Nathan Brozier. Please share this podcast to your social media outlets. For more information about Pastor Nate or Bridgeway Christian Center, you can follow us on Facebook or visit our website, bridgewaylive.us. To donate to this ministry, click the Give tab on our website. God bless and enjoy today's episode. Well, welcome once again to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Brogy, and I'm excited to be able to deliver um, something that's always on my heart or is maybe on my heart. Maybe I'm studying something for midweek service or even Sunday service. And uh, and so I always appreciate that you take the time and uh, give me your time, I guess. Uh, maybe you're watching this or listening to this in your car, driving down the road. Maybe you're working out. You have your AirPods in right now. or I'm not sure where you could be. But uh, I just want to say thank you for allowing me to come into your homes and into your ear gates uh, to be able to speak uh, something of, of value to me. I'll say it that way. Because uh, I always go back and listen to these and, and down the down the later months even say, man, that was God was speaking to me specifically about something. And so I, I kind of just, you know, engulf it all up and eat it for myself because for another later time. But but again, I'm so happy that you have joined us for another edition of Bridging the Bot Bridging the Gap podcast. Uh, again, I'm your host, Passionate Brozier. And today I just want to simply talk to you on the lines of your heart. We need to evaluate our heart. We always hear statements like, uh, what's your heart telling you? What's your, how's your heart feel? And uh, as if we can um, literally feel the, 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 the heart or we can hear the heart, but we're talking from a spiritual perspective. And so, so today I simply want to title this just Heart Issues. And so I had just talked a little bit about this on, on Sunday here at Bridgeway uh, about sometimes where our love is. And God just kind of just kept keeping this on my heart about where our heart, what some of our issues may be. So if you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 6. And we're going to read 20 and 21. Very familiar text. Uh, Jesus is speaking to uh, his disciples through this, this as well. And, uh, and it reads in verse 20, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And it says, store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Here's the key. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Now, first, I want to talk about this, this heart condition or this heart issue uh, that Jesus is, kind to, is trying to address uh, to the body of Christ or to his disciples at this time and those who were following him. And uh, we always have to evaluate our intentions, our heart issues that we struggle with. Sometimes we're bent in a specific way. Uh, we can be bent uh, in our own desires. And so, and I, and I feel like there's not necessarily anything wrong in certain circumstances per se with that. But if we are truly just chasing after our desires and not the desires that God has ordained and placed into our spirit, let's say it that way, then we are really holding up treasures here on earth. And Jesus is trying to express to the heart of the matter. He says right here, wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. 
Now, I don't want to be known for the things that I'm, I'm searching for, or I'm seeking for outside of these, these, these four walls or outside of this circle that I'm in. Uh, but I want to be seeking after those things and my desires of my heart should be seeing the kingdom of God be built on earth as it is in heaven. You know, I talked about this Sunday, but Jesus, Jesus spoke about money, not because he was obsessed with money or that he wanted us to have lots of it, but because he knew that money was a hard issue that we were all going to deal with. Money does make us get up. Look at some of you, maybe at work right now, listening to this podcast, maybe you're trying to, maybe you're in the, in the midst or in the middle of trying to get some money. And so money is always in our mental you know, we can't escape it. Let's just be honest. We get up in the morning. We sometimes think about money. When we, obviously, if you're going to work, you're only going there because you're wanting them to pay you a check at the end of the week, the end of the biweekly, however you get paid. But ultimately, we are all driven by money. And because we understand, and in, I believe in Ecclesiastes 10, 9, 19, it says that money answereth all things. That's my King James version. But in, in the ESV, I believe it says money answers everything. So we have to understand that this thing called money will operate us and we have to operate in the functionality of money. Not saying that uh, we should just sell everything we have and just live on the land. And you know, you can try to do that if God is, God is leading you to do that. You do you, boo, as, that, as they would say. But as for me, I know I have to focus on what I need to do in order to get what I need to get done. And that is ultimately we have to be focused on the side of money. I need money to pay my mortgage. I need money to uh, pay my rent, whatever you, you do uh, with your ways of living. I need to have money in order to buy food. I need to have money to put gas in my car. I can't, I love how my, my pastor, uh, my pastor used to always say it like this. You can't just shandai your way and say, shandai, speak in tongues, pray in the spirit, and then all of a sudden gas is filling up your car. You can't shandai and then the lights or the electric bill is paid. This is something that we have to understand that we have to operate in Money has to be at the, at, at the middle of all of it. I'm not saying, and now listen to what I'm saying. Money answers everything. But we must not be driven strictly. Our lives does not exist. Or let me say it this way. Our lives should not exist. Ultimately just saying, I want to make more of this, more of that, so I can store up more for my own self so that I become a hoarder of these greenbacks. Now listen, we've gotta be careful. We gotta be careful in that area. This is where we have to challenge the heart. And this is where Jesus begins to tell his disciples. He says, wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also. He, he says it in verse 19, don't, don't store up treasures here on earth. And, uh, but he says, where moths eat them and rust destroys them, where these still are. But he's telling them to store your treasures up in heaven. Well, Pastor Nate, what are you talking about? How do we, is there a bank called the bank of Jesus Christ, the bank of heaven, the bank of God Almighty, or let me say it this way, the bank of Yahweh is, where do I, where do I put my funds and my money in? Listen, I'm not telling you, come on now, let's be realistic here. But what we have to do is we have to push our, our desires to store up things should be in heaven. 
Our mission should be always to further the kingdom of God here on earth as it is in heaven. Understand this. If our priorities are strictly Monday through Sunday, I'm trying to work seven days a week so I can live in a bigger house. I can have a fancier car that I can store up whatever. And then you fill in the blank what your desires. Everybody has their own hobbies and passions. Uh, you know, I can make jokes about this. Maybe maybe it's it's uh, baseball cards. Maybe it's uh, cars in general. Some of us like uh, to have classic cars and uh, designer clothes and designer bags even. But let me help you out right here. Jesus is trying to let us say, listen, do not focus strictly on the money that you can store up here on earth, but begin to store up treasures in heaven. So in other words, this is where we need to go into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in. Why? That, that my house may be filled. It's time for us. It is our duty as children, as men and women of God, to further the kingdom of God. And so wherever we go, we should be declaring the gospel of Jesus Christ in our actions, our attitudes, our reaction. Listen, this is a heart issue. And then we, if we are not portraying what Christ is telling us to portray, we've got to evaluate who is our master. Well, Jesus went on later to say, uh, man cannot sir, have two masters. You'll either love one and hate the other. You will follow one or despise the other. And then he was talking about money and God. You either serve God or you serve money, but you cannot have two masters. Man, that's some deep stuff right there. And that should make everyone listening to the, my voice right now to evaluate your pursuit. What are you pursuing? Are you pursuing more of the money or are you pursuing more of God? That's a deep question that we should all ask. I get it. We're trying to, to build a generational, pass down wealth to our next generation, my children. I feel like every, every father ultimately wants to see their son, their daughter outperform them or exceed uh, uh, far more abundantly in life than we did. And so we'll do everything we can to push them to that level. So this is the beauty. We have to evaluate our hearts. What are we chasing? What are we serving? Are we just focused strictly on money? And is money what makes us move? I like this statement that we always say, I'm chasing the American dream. I'm, I've, you know, right now we have our border control issues here in the United States. And then you'll actually have to, you'll, you'll, you'll see people it'd be interviewed, whether it be on Fox or CNN or Newsmax. And you'll hear these people be interviewed and they'll say, I'm just coming here. I want, I want to experience the American dream. I want to build success from the ground up. And man, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, I commend people that are that way. And, but what we're seeing is we are truly trying to chase the American dream, that we forget that we are no longer, I'm talking to Christians now, that we're no longer in pursuit for the things of God. What are you pursuing? Are you pursuing just so you'll have a bigger house? I mean, are you, are you chasing the mighty dollar so much that it's become your master instead of the other way around, that it, you are its master? That's a deep thought. And I, and I, and I truly, I'm not going to be much longer here. I, I told you these are only going to be about 15 minutes for going forward. But I want you to evaluate yourself. Are you serving? Are you trying? Let me say it that way. 
Are you trying to serve two masters? Or are you staying focused on the one and true living God? Because he will fight your battles for you. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. He will. The Bible says that he owns the cattle of a thousand hills. So the thing that you're very well focused on and you are committed to giving yourself, your life to, means nothing to him. He, I mean, there's times we hear the disciples went and fished and therefore a fish came up and there was coins in the mouth of a fish. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above even what we ask or even think. You know, this is the beauty. This is the beauty of it all. And so I kind of just want to relate that to you today. Listen, the devil uses money to seduce us and what he can or, or, or that is when it can become powerful in a negative directions. He wants you to fall into love with money. So you will become a slave to money rather than its master. Did you hear what I'm saying? The enemy will seduce that, that, that what do we call it? Remember, you guys remember Bugs Bunny? The, they would seduce Bugs or, or Elmer Fudd would try to seduce the Bugs Bunny to get him to come out of his hole with carrots. The enemy tries to seduce us with more with excess, with money even. I mean, we have, to, we have to face the reality of this. We have to ask ourselves, am I chasing the dollar or am I chasing you, God? This is a heart issue and we must evaluate our hearts. So listen, I wanna pray for you right now. If you're, I don't know where you're watching, what I love about this, we have now reached 19 countries in, the United, in this world. And uh, just through this little simple podcast, I have uh, touched 271 cities across the United States of America. I mean, these are just, this is just a simple podcast, and I'm not sure where you're listening from. We've hit, we've hit six continents, uh, Europe, uh, wherever you're at. I want you to understand that the enemy is trying to seduce you to get you to follow and be fearful of not having enough or lacking in certain areas. Listen, God will take care of his kids. He will take care of his children. And he says it in his word. And so we've got to understand his word is true. It's yes and amen, so be it. And if we abide in his word, and if we obey his voice, then we shall reap his harvest. Don't, don't worry about where tomorrow's going to take you. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Worry about today. Take thought for, he said, don't take thought for tomorrow. So we got to focus on our now. And if our heart is not close to God, our heart is not right, and it's out of whack, then we've got to address it. So let me pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this on Spotify or Apple, it doesn't matter where they're watching or listening to, but God, I pray, let them evaluate themselves or themselves, that they will see themselves in your eyes. Are we chasing after the things of this world or are we chasing after you, God? God, my heart is fixed on you. 
My eyes are fixed on you as well. And if, I, I, if my eyes and my heart are fixed on you, then I should not need or, or, or beg for anything because you would give me the desires of my heart. You said in your word, if, if I was hungry, would a father give him a stone? But no, you would give us bread. And so, Father, I thank you because where I lack, you will provide my provision because you're, you in yourself, in your DNA, you are Jehovah Jireh. You are a Lord God that can provide for me. You are Jehovah Rapha. When I am sick, when I am ailing, you are the Lord God who can heal my every infirmity I deal with. So Father, my heart is fixated on you and I will trust in you from this day forward. So Father, everybody under the sound of my voice, I pray that they will begin to see themselves in your eyes and their eyes, as they become fixated on you, their heart will draw after you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Hey, till next time, we'll see you again on Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Brozier. I love you. God bless you. Opus. <laughs>